No Thanks Needed with Mike Van Acker. Hey you guys, it's Mike here. Welcome to No Thanks Needed. Thanks for listening in. This week I'm going to talk to you about something weird that I saw in a public toilet in Ipswich. We'll talk about state of origin and I'll give you an update on the radio audition that I've been going for. Let's get started. No Thanks Needed. Sport. Well... State of Origin wrapped up for another year and it goes without saying, but I'm going to say it anyway. What an amazing series. Something for everyone this year. I was most proud of the fact that in Game 3, we managed to set a new record. That's right, the most number of streakers in a State of Origin game with three. I was very, very proud of everyone. Well done, Brisbane. Well done, Suncorp Stadium. And speaking of Suncorp Stadium, 52,000 people at the game. And yes, I get that that is a bit awkward, given you can only have limited numbers at weddings and funerals, but 52,000 people can go to the footy. The obvious solution being is if a loved one passes away anytime soon, book Suncorp Stadium for the funeral and you can have as many people as you like at it. But back to the game. No one expected the result. Queensland 2, New South Wales 1. New heroes emerged for Queensland and the same old excuses emerged for New South Wales. After Game 2, when Cam Munster was off after two minutes, New South Wales fans all said, well, you can't rely on just one player, can you? That's your error. Those same fans are now walking around saying, if only we hadn't lost James Tedesco in the first 20 minutes. Funny old world, isn't it? And... Think about how much more Queensland would have won by if Valentine Holmes could learn how to catch a football. Having said that, a weird thing happened to me right after the third game on Wednesday night. I kind of lost a friend over the game. Well, more of a mate than a friend, but he was a guy that I kind of liked mostly. And he's one of those blokes, he kind of polarises people. A lot of other people that I know don't like him, but I thought he was okay. Anyway... After the game, he posts on Facebook. He has this massive rant. Goes, most disgraceful state of origin ever. Queensland offside all night long. The referee's blatantly favouring Queensland all night. I'm never watching this game again. Anyway, this guy normally has a bit of a sense of humour. So I, po- I commented on his post and I said, New South Wales won the election. I demand a recount. See you in court. And he posted, fuck off, cheat. Wow. Just... Wow. I looked at it and I read it. And I thought, no, no, going by the tone of the rest of his post, he's actually serious. So I I posted back and said, mate, just so we're clear, I wasn't actually playing or refing in the game. I just watched it. I don't know if you can call me a cheat. And I thought, look, he's probably had, you know, several vats of wine. He's a wine drinker, this bloke, and he goes hard. And I thought, he'll wake up tomorrow morning and he'll see what he wrote and he'll quietly delete it. He might even send me a message or a text and go, oh, mate, sorry, pissed and aggro, sorry. But no, no, the comment is still there as I tell you this story. Well, it might be. I don't know for sure because I defended him. I know. I just went, nah, out you go, dickhead. Who who needs that kind of crap in their lives? So see you later, Richard. Richard's his name. And now I understand why the abbreviation of the name Richard is Dick. His parents knew what they were doing when they called him that. Anyway, back to the games. Good result for Queensland. Great for Origin generally. It could have been three in a row for New South Wales and everyone thought it would be. Instead, we restart the count. And the biggest winner out of all of this, Alfie Langer. 
Alfie Langer has not played State of Origin since 2002, but if you look at the photo of the team celebrating on the field, Alfie Langer is still in the front row. And if you're a Queenslander, you probably wouldn't have it any other way. But I've got to wonder if 30 years from now, Alfie will still be in the front row of the Queensland State of Origin team photos when they win. He could totally become the world's oldest on-field trainer. During the games, he'll be calling instructions whilst riding around behind the play on a mobility scooter. Now, there's an image I'd actually enjoy. Nice one, Alfie, and go you good things, Queensland. No thanks needed. And speaking of Alfie Langer, as I was just before, he's a favourite son of the city of Ipswich, and as it happened, I was there over the weekend. My 17-year-old son, Jake, had a taekwondo training session in Ipswich, and although it's very likely he'll get his licence soon, he hasn't got it yet, so there I was driving him out to good old Ippy. It's about an hour from where I live. Sidebar. Jake seems to have no doubt he'll get his license. He's going for it soon. He says things like, uh, next week I've got exams, then the week after I'm getting my P's, then the week after that I'm getting my blue belt in Taekwondo. He has absolute confidence that things are going to go the way he wants them to. And I love that about him, and he deserves to have that confidence. He's done the work. He's a good boy. But at the same time, I kind of feel like they don't make it easy for a young bloke to get his license, and that's probably not a bad thing. So I'm equal parts preparing for bad news and equal parts don't destroy his dreams and his confidence don't put the idea of failure into his head. Anyway, I can't wait until he can drive himself around. I still spend a reasonable amount of time driving him to his job at Macca's, to Taekwondo training, to school most days. You name it, I'm driving him there. And I don't mind because we have really good chats in the car, but still, I have stuff to do. Get your license, kid. Anyway, off to Ipswich we go. And because of COVID restrictions, training, his Taekwondo training, was not held in the hall they normally use, but in the park across the road. And it reminded me of the time, I'd, I'd forgotten about it, but about a year ago, at the corresponding training session in Ipswich, I dropped Jake off and went for a walk around that same park. Now, I found a public convenience and set up, good and popped in there. Now, I go into the gents, and there's a guy just, just standing there. Like, it, it is not a big facility. So as I'm standing there doing what blokes do in that situation, he's literally two metres away. doesn't say anything. He's just standing there. I actually had to step around him to wash my hands. That's right. I washed my hands even before COVID made it trendy. But anyway, I thought of that guy yesterday as I walked past the toilet blocks as I just did laps around the park to get my steps up. And I noticed there was a guy sitting in his car. He's just kind of just kind of sitting there. But he did watch me as I walked up. And then another guy pulled up in his car. And he got out and he walked in, having first had a bit of a look at the first bloke in the car who had by now got out of his car too. And they both went inside. So now, I'm not sure if that public convenience is a place where one might go to buy certain things that one normally can't access, say, at the traditional shops. Or if it's a place where gentlemen gather for a bit of, um, well, let, let's call it mid-morning fellowship. Either way, I look back at that incident from last year and I can't help but feel slightly offended. Like the guy that was just standing there clearly looked at me and went, yeah, no, not interested in you. I mean, obviously, I wasn't up for anything, but it still would have been nice to be asked. I have feelings too, you know. No thanks needed. So, radio audition update. If you've been paying attention, you will know I'm auditioning for a role on Zinc FM on The Breakfast Show. Zinc FM, a a little radio station up on the Sunshine Coast. I'm excited about the gig. I've done three on-air spots. I did uh, an hour once and then another hour another time. And then a third spot last Thursday morning where I was on air from 5.30 till 9. It went really, really well. And I was optimistic about getting the gig. But on Friday, I got a phone call from them. And it was your classic radio shit sandwich 
they went, uh, you know what, Mike, we really like what you do. You're professional, you bring great content, you're funny, you're relatable, well done. Also, you're not getting the job, but boy, do we like what you do. And if we had a job, not this job, obviously, but if we had a job to give you, we'd give you that job. And I thought, I can't believe this. I have just been friend-zoned by a radio station. That's just radio. Uh, At the end of the day, their reason's good. They've decided they want to put a female voice on with the guy who's currently in the show, and that makes sense to me. I completely understand. But, man, disappointed, mostly because I'd already bought a subscription to the local newspaper up there, and I'm stuck with that now. Oh, on the plus side, now I'm free to take that other job. Oh, there's another job? No, I was just trying to be positive. Oh, I see. Well done. Good for you. No thanks needed. All right, guys, that's another ep no thanks needed done. Thank you for listening. You know what? During the week, I ran one, two, three, four trivia shows this week, which is up from the number I normally do. And at three of the four, someone came up and mentioned to me that they're listening to this podcast and gave me some feedback. And everyone seems to be enjoying it. It's really quite amazing talking to people that listen to it because to me, I just sit in a little room and I talk about the stuff and I don't even know if anyone's listening and then when you find out people actually are and they're enjoying it it's a really cool thing it makes me want to get better at this thank you very much for your support beautiful people i've been michael chat to you next week bye no thanks needed with mike van acker produced by the podcast boss